In preparing for today, I've been very aware of the struggles and difficult times many are going through. There's quite a few people in this church or associated with this church who are having very difficult times. And um, as I was thinking about that, <coughs> excuse me, I was led to a passage in 1 Peter. As I read it and the reading notes that I had that went with it, I really felt this was what I should share today. So let's read together 1 Peter 1, 3 to 9. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this, in all this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Such encouraging words. Peter says, because of Jesus' resurrection from the dead, we have a living hope. That's not a wishy-washy, I hope it will be a nice day, but a sure and certain promise, a firm conviction that we too have new birth, and will be resurrected just as Jesus was. And we, can, we have an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. It's being kept in heaven for us. We're shielded by God's power, the same power that raised Jesus. If we have accepted Jesus, Jesus' offer of salvation, if we have given our lives to him, we are saved. And we're also on a journey, on our way to our ultimate goal, to be with him for eternity, when the full extent of our salvation will be known to us. I quote from my reading notes of that day. Peter encourages his readers that although we may suffer all kinds of trials and griefs in this world, these troubles prove the genuineness of our faith, as it says in verse 7. Although we go through all kinds of hardships here on earth, we need to keep our heavenly destination in mind. We are pilgrims on a journey. This world is not our ultimate destination. Our destination is a place where there's a heavenly inheritance kept just for us, 
which nothing can take away. Last week, Richard spoke from Colossians 1. In that chapter, the writer, the Apostle Paul, says the same thing. It says, we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven. In our passage this morning, Peter goes on to say, our faith is of greater worth than gold, which can perish even though refined by fire. Our faith is stronger and purer than gold. And through times of trial, when we keep in mind our heavenly inheritance, our faith is proved genuine and results in praise, glory and honour when Christ is revealed. Again, from my reading notes, it says, Life's traumas can often serve to take our eyes off the one who sees us in all our extremities. We may find ourselves asking why when suffering overtakes us or someone we love. While we may never receive the answer to our why, we can know that this life isn't all there is. When difficulties threaten to overwhelm us, we need to remember that as we trust in what Jesus has done for us on the cross to restore our relationship with God, we are empowered by his spirit and we can call him Father just as Jesus did. So we can come to our Father with our sorrows and our fears as well as our joys. And as we spend time with him, we can be encouraged that even though we haven't seen Jesus in the flesh, one day we will see him face to face and be welcomed into our inheritance in and with him. That really spoke to me. I thought those words were so good. How many of us have asked why? Why God? Why now? Why this? Why again? And we won't necessarily get an answer. I don't know about you, I've got a list of questions I'm going to ask him when I see him face to face to try and get some answers. wonder if we will. What do you think? Maybe we won't even think of those things when we actually see him face to face. But remembering that we can trust Jesus is what helps to bring us through, isn't it? Our pilgrimage through life toward heaven can be tough, really tough sometimes. But we hold on to the hope we have and to the promise of an inheritance kept in heaven for us. We thank Jesus for our inheritance in him and ask him to help us keep our eyes fixed on him when things are hard and we don't understand. Praying he grows our faith more and more. As I said, we are pilgrims on a journey. We're all pilgrims together on this journey. All heading for our destination 
which is the place where our heavenly inheritance is. We should encourage each other on this journey. One way to encourage is to pray for one another. Going back to last week's talk from Colossians, Richard encouraged us to pray for the saints. That's all of us who believe in Jesus. We spent time last week, didn't we, praying for those who had influenced and encouraged us in our faith journey. And we're also to keep praying for each other, all of us. When things are tough, it's so good to know others are praying for you. I know I've experienced that in my life. I've sent messages to friends on numerous occasions asking for prayer. Knowing they are praying gives me strength. One time I remember I didn't know what to pray. And I sent that in a message. And the reply came, then we pray on your behalf. Sometimes we don't have the words ourselves, but knowing others are praying. To stand in the gap for someone when their prayers have run dry along with their tears is an immense privilege. That's kingdom work. Let's be those people who care deeply and pray for each other regularly, constantly, so that we can all keep our eyes on Jesus and our mind on the hope we have in him. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that we have a sure and certain hope that we will be with you. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on that promise, on that inheritance that you are storing up for us. But also, Lord, help us to care deeply for each other so that when someone's struggling to keep their eyes on you, we are the ones who stand with them and hold their hand and keep them supported. Will you give us eyes to see when others need our help? Will you keep us looking out for each other? Help us to be family together. We thank you and praise you for the power of prayer and for the difference it makes when we know someone is praying. Thank you, Lord, for answered prayers. We thank you and praise you for your goodness to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.